We are so excited to announce our newest sponsor, Rorick Honda in Bloomfield. Pittsburgh has known the Rorick name since 1938. And that's the year when the Rorick family automotive business started with that personal commitment to treat every customer like a friend coming in to visit our own home. We invite you to visit the Bloomfield location for a personal relationship and potential new vehicle. Visit www.rorick.com and experience the difference. According to the Oxford Dictionary, the word jagoff is defined as a noun, which means a stupid, irritating, or... Here's how Pittsburghers define a word jagoff. When someone cuts you off on a parkway. Jagoff! Or someone scares the out of you. Yeah, jagoff! Or it's a term of endearment. How you been, jagoff? Hey, everybody's Jim Crin. I'm Jackie Kane. This is Mark Madden. Hi, this is Larry Richard. This is Ken Bill. Hey, this is Kurt Angle. Hi, this is Rocky Blair. Hey, it's Bonnie Diver. Hi, I'm Mike Wysocki. This is John Steigerwald. Hey, it's Rick Sivak. Hi, this is Greg Brown. Hi, I'm Tyler Kennedy. This is Antonio Holmes. And this is the Jagoff Podcast. So it was pretty exciting when Dan Braddock from the CW said that we could actually invade the studio at KDKA and the CW on a Saturday right? when all of the hoopla is going on for the hometown haiku. Yeah. Yeah. So we took him up on it and we were knocking on the doors at like 8 o'clock. <laughs> right. And Big Rob was there like, what are Big these Rob. people doing in there? And the security guard's like, hey, everybody for high, hometown haiku hangs out in their lobby. Like, no, we no. know Dan Braddock. We know him. We know DB. We're with the band. We had those shirts we're that said, we're with Dan. Yeah. We're with the Dan. And one note. If you're on iTunes, please leave a comment about how you like the podcast and make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And now we're lucky enough to be with somebody who has such an important role in making the hometown haiku uh, what it is in its 20th year. And um, we have Sherry from Williams. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank now, you. So, so let's, I'm the one who always screws up the names. So I'm just going to go, is it Cramblet? It is Cramblet. How about You know, that? that's why I didn't say it. If I'm not 100% sure, I won't do it. I fall on the grenade for all of the because I have a <laughs> reputation does. of getting. You could say, my name is Sherry Jones, and we'll go on and say, we have Sherry Jimmy's here, and then Rachel would make fun of me. So, yeah. so Sherry, uh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. And uh, before we started recording, we talked a little bit about a ba- background of, of Williams Company. So let's talk about that first. Okay. Tell so, us how you guys are involved in Pittsburgh and what you guys do. So Williams is a midstream natural gas company. We gather and process natural gas from the wellhead to get to the end user. So we have lights on and electricity, and and we're able to podcast today, generally. Okay. Oh, there you go. So you're you're engineering piping, you're the the trans the distribution mechanism, I guess, of the gas. Yes, we 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 build pipelines. Okay. Okay. And we. God, we arrived in Pittsburgh. Um, this is our 10-year anniversary, which is yeah. very exciting. It's hard to believe that the Marcellus whole thing is, is, said, is yeah. 10 years. You're old already. I know. It just time flies when yeah. you're having fun. <laughs> yeah. So where did it originate, and how has it grown? Um, my company, Williams, originated in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We've been around for, geez, over 110 years now. Oh, wow. And we came to Pittsburgh in 2009, started with um, a some operations in the Connellsville area. Okay. And we've since grown to over 1,000 employees in the Northeast. Um, we're in Ohio, West Virginia, and PA. That's wow. fantastic. I think it's such a, you know, often, as we told you, because somehow you haven't heard of the Ajagoff podcast, but you will. You now do. <laughs> I absolutely. <laughs> be hooked. But we so often talk about, obviously, John and I both being born and bred here and in our 40s and 50s. We've seen so many changes, and we often go back to the fact that who would have ever thought that we would be known for so many things in Pittsburgh? 
especially something like this, having been, you know, we, we struggled with that whole, we don't want to be the smoky coal town. So I think everybody was trying so hard to shift from that. And then this industry coming in, I think it was sort of like, Hmm, what's this going to be? Because we, we got away from this part and now what's this and look at the sustainability and how it has made such a difference in Pittsburgh. It's amazing to me to see that that's happened. How, what are you seeing with the people from Oklahoma and, and places like that? Are they staying here? We've seen a huge influx of people from Oklahoma, Salt Lake City, Houston, where we currently have operations. We've pulled a lot of them here for their expertise because originally they know you know, it, this, right? was a new, this was a new industry here. Now um, most of the folks we're hiring are from the area because they now are aware of it. They're engineers, um, finance, you know, a lot of a huge STEM field. And that's why it's right. so great to be part of the Hometown Haiku because they're the next generation that we're going to be hiring. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so it all really fits together nicely. And it, it, you just see more growth coming, you know. Um, yeah. It's a clean fuel. And it's, staying. It's good, I and think staying. that's the part yeah. that I love. It's staying. Yeah, a lot There's of the folks have said to it. me, you know, they've come here not knowing what to expect right. and they're not going to go back. Oh. Um, our schools are better. Our, really? Yeah. The only thing I, I mean, I'm not sh if shocked. If you guys could do something what? about the blue sky That's our only black mark, I think. Have you so. been able to ch uh, change any of them who are Dallas fans or Oilers fans into into Steelers fans is the big question, probably. I don't think or, we need to. I think the Steelers kind of speak for themselves and they get caught point. up in Great it. point. Yeah. Nice. I love that answer. <laughs> I love that you didn't say, oh, yeah, they bleed black and gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, well, I, I obviously we had spoken off um, off air about you know people staying here, and I think that's what makes Pittsburgh so so special and so important. But what made you want to continue as the sponsor through uh, Hometown High Q? I know this is your second year. You said this is our second year. Mm -hmm. um, I actually do know Dan. Okay, from high school. Oh, is he I a great oh really? Right here, okay. yeah, which is okay. funny. Uh, he is a great guy, mm -hmm. Dan. Um, Hometown High Q is a great fit for Williams because it really is a showcase of the best and brightest in the region. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, it's something that we take pride in being able to sponsor because um, you're, you're helping kids with their education. It's such a great event for them to really learn teamwork and, and what it takes to succeed. And that's something that we actually look for in the kids that we're going to hire eventually as mm -hmm. employees. And what, just so people listening, just so that they understand what types of positions would that be? If, if, if a high school student, let's say a mom is listening and, and they're trying to help their student sort of figure out what sector of life to guide them. What, what, what kind of positions would these, these students get into? Oh gosh, we have everything. Um, if we're talking in the office, you have accountants, you have financial analysts, you know, so you have math backgrounds, you have engineers, we have commercial reps that are really salespeople that are dealing with customer relations. Sure. Um, Plus the industry The whole itself. range, the industry itself. <laughs> and then out in the field, you don't need that four-year degree anymore, which right. is fantastic. You know, hopefully we're getting back to kids learning that they don't need to go away to college for four years and rack up a bunch of debt. They can go to a two-year technical school mm. and, and really learn a trade. Or as we were talking earlier yep. about, you know, all the different unions around here, the trades to actually learn carpentry or how to weld and go out and start making sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year to That's start. It. I mean, right. they're great paying jobs with a future mm -hmm. and great benefits. Mm -hmm. So it's really refreshing to see that we have that opportunity here. Right. And then on top of that, the whole manufacturing sector that hopefully will come from all of the the um, natural gas that we have under our feet. It's it's just it continues to grow. Yeah, so yeah, it's and, exciting. And, and you mentioned point. it; it's a clean fuel at this point, right? right. It, this is this is still in the green sector at this point, right? 
Yes, I truly believe that it is. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not a renewable, and we need to get to renewables. Mm-hmm. I get that. But it's certainly a way to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's better than, than burning other things. Right, right. right. <laughs> and, you know, I like – it's really interesting that, you know, in sports – the athletes are getting younger. An 18-year-old now goes to the NHL or, you know, the NBA or whatever. And I love that business is now seeing that. They're going to the lower end of the supply chain, not lower as far as – but lower in age. You're you're reaching people in high school or, prior, or early high school. Yeah, we focus to, on middle school. You're outreaching yeah. that. Yeah, you're outreaching that to show them that they're what this future is. And I think it's really interesting because I'm in the age category where my future was – the bright future for Pittsburgh was get your education and move, you know, and yep. you're showing everybody, oh, my gosh, like the cracker plant and, and everything else that's going on. And it's cleaner. I think that was my point before. Right, this right. Is, so this it's, is the route to be going, the industry. What yeah. other outreach? Uh, we we want to go back to talk about hometown uh, IQ for sure. But in uh, in general, what other outreach programs do you guys do? You talked about going to schools or middle schools. We do. We, um, we've adopted a school. Um, we adopted Cornell. Which is very close to us. It's a, yeah. it's a great. It's a very small district, so it's easy to hit all mm-hmm. the different grades, and that's a new relationship we're building this year. Um, in the past, we've worked with Shar Valley um, locally, but we do things like adopt a school. We have lots of very talented folks, and we encourage volunteering. So during the workday, they can go out and volunteer and give back to the community um, in different ways, as far as volunteer work goes, mentoring, things like that, because it's important. You know, it's important sure. for these kids to see the things that are available to them and, and be encouraged by it. Um, we have a very large foundation out of Tulsa, so we look for ways to be strategic with the funding um, and go into technical schools as well, give money to that. Um, yeah, it's it's amazing. I love the fact that you're actually partnering and so you're going into the school to do more hands-on, right? Mm-hmm. I think yes. that's so important because I say, I mean, <clears throat> anyone who has children, the biggest thing, we've gone through it, right? You turn 18 – you're supposed to know what you're going to do when you grow up. Who stays in the in the path that they think they were going to be in at 18? I mean, how many times did you change your major, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you think that's a lot to put on someone who, okay, now you're a high school senior. Well, it's before that, but ultimately you're turning 18. So what do you want to do? You're on the spot. This way, you're sort of you're you're helping them. You're molding we're what trying. could be. Yeah, yeah, I think it's. Great. I have kids. I have a 14 and 17 year old. The pressure anymore on them is just—it mm-hmm. is. It, it just makes me sad. Mm-hmm. The pressure that's on them and the fact that they think that they know what they have to do by the time they're sixteen, right? Yeah. And know what their life is going to be like. And that's what I keep trying to tell them: is you don't. You mm-hmm. you go try things out. This is the time to figure it out. And you yeah. have, you know, by the time you're fifty, you you can still switch jobs and careers. It's not too late. And many have at this point. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. because yeah. of the You've way. You've got to be flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. sure. So hometown high uh, let uh, the prize money, there's uh there's stuff at stake, right? It's crazy <laughs> yes. the yeah. kind of money that you guys that Williams is able to put up there. And uh so the the each there's a category for different prizes, but there's no restriction on the, the schools that win the prize money, right? Is, they no, can do it's, it's a grant for them to do what they feel like they need to do with. Um, it's an educational grant to the schools, the winners. Um, the kids are pulled from all around, I believe, Southwest PA. There's several different mm-hmm. school districts that come. In we fact, heard 81? 81. 81, yeah, 81. I have the breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a school, you know, all the way as far as Fayette County, mm-hmm. Green County. It's all sure. around. Um, and what they choose to do with it is up to them. Yeah. They're going to – they know best – 
mm-hmm. better than I do mm-hmm. what they need to use the yeah. funds for. Mm-hmm. Sherry, so this is it's, amazing. It's great that we can and do I, it. And I love hearing now you have a podcast fund for whenever <laughs> you come back. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> right. And, you know, and uh, before we get to our question, we always have a question of the day. But before we get to that, I have a one good Yinzer question. Well, oh semi-good Yinzer question. But when all these people come from Tulsa and we're at Texas or whatever, where's the first place you try to take them? Where to, well, of course, Permanis is a yeah. unique experience for anyone. Mm-hmm. They're not really sure for you know setting setting sure. them up for a fail with that sandwich when they come out. <laughs> um, so Permanis is always a good place. Mount Washington, I always yeah. I always say you know, but most people that come on their own, the first thing they talk about is coming through that tunnel. That's always a big yeah. wow factor. Do you yeah. remember hearing folks. that though? I I do not remember hearing that until the last few years. Oh a lot really? Of the Steelers yeah. who we've talked to have said. Uh. When, when they come in from the airport for the first time to come through, that bre- that scene is breathtaking. It's a big wow. Yeah. yeah. I think it was like 10 years ago, KDK Radio, I think, did a contest, and someone came up with this um, phrase, a phrase that would describe it, and someone won with the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, really? Yeah, and I thought that was really oh, cool yeah, because cool. that yeah, literally like is that. what that is. So Maybe we take it for granted is my point. Yeah, it there's is no doubt about it. It is beautiful for sure, but yeah, I think no we're just so it. used it's to it. It's breathtaking. Yeah. So, all right, here's our question of the day. This is when your, your brow starts to sweat, you feel grilled. You're like, <laughs> no. why did I ever concede to this interview? <laughs> I don't know about that, but, you know, it's basically <laughs> keeping all these kids in, in mind with the fact that they are the best of the best. We're down to the, the wire on who this school is going to be, who's winning. And you go back to your high school years, and you think, what do I remember from high school or what have I applied that uh, I never thought I would and I am now? Do you do you think about that? I do think about that. And that's a really hard question. I can't think of anything right now that I remember (laughs) from high school. You put me on the spot. And here's I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you mine if you don't mind. Um, Because. Sorry, typing, in, typing right. class. Miss Your Moscow. <laughs> she hated us. We were five guys in typing class. S space, S space, T space, yeah. T. And I think, God, we put her through the ringer. And had I not taken typing, taken typing class, I wouldn't be able to type on my computer today. I thought, oh my God, like yeah. she literally despised so us. A- and we made her every day miserable for her. But now I think of her every day when I'm typing on the computer. So you're giving her a shout out. I am. Yeah. 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 Miss yeah. your Moscow. What up? <laughs> Mine was from grade school because I went to a Catholic grade school and it was sister Nora and she, I was horrible. I still don't have good math skills, but. Um, for times tables, you know, the core math that they do now is completely different. We had to memorize and we did relay races and you can imagine in the Catholic school, you had to like tag in. So they would go 12 times 12 and I would say 144, a grocer 12 dozen. So to this day, I know what a grocer 12 dozen is. I don't know what it's of. I don't know. Are they bananas? I don't know. I don't know. And it's not like for cooking or anything. It's just something I know. So there you go. Well, I would say the field I'm in now, I work with a lot of engineers. I let them do all the technical math things, and I just kind of keep everyone lively and try and get them to talk to one another. So that's, there you go. You need that, for <laughs> yeah, sure, right. for sure. You do that, yeah. Yeah, we're so happy that we had the chance to meet you, Sherry. Thank you so much for coming in and taking the time with us. Well, I'm so happy I got to meet you, and now I have a new podcast I can listen to in all my travels. Oh, that's it. awesome. So where does everybody <laughs> find you guys online? You know, if, if, a, if somebody wants, if a mom is listening to us, a high school counselor is listening, Listening to this, how do they find out about your outreach programs? Um, Williams.com. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Easy enough. Nice. Yeah, Anything very... on social media? Yes, we're on Facebook. We're on we're on all the social channels. So cool. just put in Williams.com and okay. you will find us. Nice. Perfect. Thanks very so cool. much. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Sherry. Downtown. 
So we're in our downtime here, and who do we have? We don't even know your name. You don't need to know my no. Uh, <laughs> my name is Marty Rogers. Marty. Yeah. And what is your role here at Hometown so, Haiku? Today, working on high, Hometown Haiku, I am the floor manager. Okay. Uh, what does that int- entail? Um, introduce, control, uh, inspire the the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of coordinate any movement around when it's time for the coaches to come and jump into places, you know, move them in, direct them off, keep them from walking in front of a live camera. Most of all, number one, I clap. Uh, yes. Listen, that's why we wanted We saw you. your talent. We're sorry to, I mean, listen, all those things sound super important. And Except they clapping is the, the most important. Is, <laughs> it has to be for seriousness because yeah. you are in this. First of all, this is the 20th year. Yeah. And we were talking to Dan, who we just referred to as a jag off for throwing you in here when it's a <laughs> break. And well, Dan's a good friend. <laughs> he is yes. a oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but we were talking about 20 years. No one else in the city has caught on to how it's it's longevity and how people love it. I mean, obviously, there's a reason for its longevity. And once you start watching it, if you flip through the channels on a Saturday morning and you catch this, you can't turn away. Right. Because you think, well, I'll know the next one. Yeah, right. I know the, oh, no, I'll know the next well, one. I was close on that. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't even been. We were able to listen in a little bit, and I said to John, did you know any of those answers? No. I mean, that's that's pretty sad that we don't know. But it's such an important show. It, it does hold so much clout. And you have to keep it on point because if there's dead time, you're right. They're going to kind of say, well, it is what it is, and now we don't know what the answer is to so move on. Right. Yeah, that's Rick Dayton does a great job. No hosting doubt. Because if he'll throw a question out there, nobody responds. He has Gotta kind of an it. internal clock to know when to, to say, OK, that was enough time. We're right. Yeah. Question. We don't want too much. Dance. Yeah. We that's were right. watching. I was amazed at how quickly he goes through them, how, how clearly. I mean, obviously, that's his job, but he just keeps that thing whole. It's so fluid with him. He's a it, smart guy, too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think you would have to be all of you. Yeah. Well, you like learn. You, <laughs> you learn, learn from week to week. Well, yeah. we don't do it every week. Yeah. Right. But uh, as you're seeing today, we're doing four shows yeah. in one day. Yeah. Right. Um, and those will air in June. Right. right. So. Yeah. Now, what is cre- create for us the mood? So you're in there. It has to be a little bit more intense, tense, because it's, oh, it's down great. to the four, right? Is it oh, a little different that, now? In that sense, yeah. We, everybody that works on the show generally speaking, is doing it because they really enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a good time. It's a completely different atmosphere than working news mm-hmm. yes. or one of the more serious uh, public affairs. Sure. We're so impressed with these kids. How and can you not be? Yeah. We're enthusiastic for them and about them. And and so we get the, the crowd to clap along and be enthusiastic to show their enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Along with us. All right. So the hard so. question is, like, what's the clap like? I mean, do you have, like, a clap pattern? Yeah. I just go as fast as I can because <laughs> the more claps, it'll seem like more in volume. Oh, is that right? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I clap as fast as two people. <laughs> is that so, right? So it doubles the amount wow. you hear. Yeah. So <laughs> that's my pattern. So whenever we do a live podcast at a bar or something, we need to hire you, Marty, to yes. come out and say, yeah, no. yeah. So it, it's, it's a, it's a fast pattern. I got it. Now, or, or even when they, now we could like introduce our, say our names and then Marty's like, and I did, yeah, that's right. And I did notice you kind of hold your hands, the, the profile of you is, is you're, you're holding your hands up very high, like so the crowd can see. So can like see you're not down here. You're because not, yeah. the rule is number one rule is if I'm clapping, you clap. Okay, yeah. Wow. When I stop, you stop. 
And, and to keep them going, sometimes you'll be clapping and you'll look ar- around the room and you'll see them starting to, to, to flag off. And, yeah. And, and okay, just, yeah. And and lose their steam and you have to kind of – You have to bring them back in. Yeah, come on, people. Do you give the evil eye like a nun would when I was in grade school? Like if they're not clapping, you're like, hey, let's go, get in it. No, I'll smile. Okay. <laughs> you, you find the ones you, you play around with in the crowd. Nice. You tease, nice. you know. But yeah. Did you ever get fun. somebody who refused to clap? I mean, who's that guy, the non-clapper? You, you just kind of move on. All right. Yeah, because all right. Because there's enough you don't people take around per- them that are enthusiastic Listen, about I'm going to tell you that Rachel would take that personally. She'd walk up to those persons. She'd Why aren't you clapping? We would have a She'd poke them with a stick. You never know. Maybe there's a reason <laughs> that day. That's do. a good point. Yeah. See, Marty's an understandable. He's, he's a nice That's how I got the clapper. clapper. Position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Marty, uh, well, you're you the, have to hit us with the pat. Yeah, yeah, Let's just play one game. Yeah, all right. Let's put it. We're going to put our microphones down. You clap. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. Was mine louder? This was pretty loud. Yeah. Know, but this is my, my uh, headphone uh, oh, ear okay. on your side. So. Right. Uh, and now, are, have, you perfect, have you perfected any other claps? This is game show clap. Do you know a golf clap or no? You just do game show claps. John! Just yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a specialist. Much more subdued. Yeah, I got and you. That's yeah. not me. Yeah, very good. That's why you're here, <laughs> <laughs> Marty. Before we let you go, we have a question of the day. So we're surrounded by these exceptionally <laughs> smart students. Yeah. And so it makes us look back and to our high school years and say, what is that thing that ism that we said we will never remember, but now we do. We look back and we say, oh, I remember when I learned that. I gave the example. I went to a Catholic school, mm-hmm. and Sister Nora would make us relay for the multiplication tables. So I know that 12 times 12 is 144. It grows to 12 dozen. Come on, Marty. Give me something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was the only thing I got from Sister Nora. Nothing. Boy, mm. it, don't mess around <laughs> on the walk to or from school. I learned that. Oh, because yeah. Because our principal, Sister Mary Charles, she had a big paddle. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. nice. I thought you were yeah. going to say like you walked uphill both ways kind of no, thing. I was going to say, you're too young for that story. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, thank thanks, you so Marty. much. And thanks for all that you do for the students here at Hilltown. My pleasure. Yeah, and yeah, it's, it's, awesome. it's fun to work with the yeah, students. I'm cool. sure. They're pretty impressive, we're, and we're glad to encourage you. You're that. one of the people that sees the future is bright. Absolutely. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, Indeed. for sure. Do that first. No, because it's a good question. It's a good question. The only good question you've ever asked. <laughs> so ah! yeah. what you wanted to say. It's what you wanted to say. That you is. You're shocked that she. Wow. That's a good question. No, here's the problem. He's so used to defeat. <laughs> that is the that is the uh, the voice of Rick Dayton here in the uh, we're in the back room behind the scenes of Hometown IQ and uh, and Hometown High Q. High Q. And uh, anyways, yeah. So Rachel was asking a question. It you know literally it is it is a battle every week about who's going to who's going to get the the guest to say that's a really good question and you just did. And it I to win her. every yeah, time. Yeah, she she and won. So no, so you I said it tell wasn't you. a good question. No, right. I said it was, but ask it when the microphone's on. The question was... <laughs> Rick's like, where's the divorce attorney? It. The question was, <laughs> as parents, you know, when we're doing homework, we notice that it's hard, right? We're not able to really relate the way we used to. So from a hosting perspective with this amazing game show that you've been hosting, what is that like whenever you're asking the questions that, do you know all of the answers? Um, 
Of course I do. I, I write most of the questions. And, you know, I, I spend all this time thinking back to my classics and my military history. And I go through and I make sure that my math is understandable and physics, you sure. know, astrobiology. Is that even a – everybody knows it about is. that. Of course. Yeah, yeah who doesn't? Yeah. But was... seriously, I am blown away at how smart these kids are. I, bet. I mean, every single week. And it's almost like sometimes you get three or four words into a question and they buzz and they answer and you look at them and say – how did you even know the question, <laughs> yes. let alone what the answer was? Yeah. And, you know, I think part of it is that they go to a lot of these academic competitions, and so they get exposed to this, and so they get used to that. There are some kids who are more risk-taking than others. Some people sort of want to sit back, and if you sit back and wait, you're done. I mean, on, on a program mm -hmm. like this, mm -hmm. yes. you really have to be willing to take some risk, mm -hmm. and sometimes it burns you because, you know, we had somebody one year, a number of years ago, that you know, the question, I don't, I don't know if I'll get this exactly right, but it was the only time that I can remember that we ever had to beep somebody on Hometown IQ <laughs> that we said something about, and such and such is the, country, is the capital of this country of, and they buzzed in, and I stopped, and he said, beep, because basically what he said, he uh, was thinking he was going to get the rest of the question, oh, and when we did, God. now I'm going to come up with one of four Scandinavian countries. Let's see. Denmark. Nope. Sorry, Finland. Because, you know, he basically was so guessing. Quick. Did you laugh at it? Um, or actually, you... it was a kid who I knew, oh. and I've joked with him. Now He's now a financial analyst working for PNC, <laughs> went to the University of South Carolina in the honors program down there, studying math and analytics, and now is back here in Pittsburgh, you know, doing this stuff for PNC oh, Bank. And I'm God. still I've joked with them. I said, you still are the only student we ever beeped yes. on Hometown IQ for, wow. for that. But, um, you know, sometimes they do. They just buzz in early. He said, well, Ken Rice used to go ahead and give the whole uh, – Ken Rice isn't here anymore. Is Ken Rice? <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm not Ken Rice. No, and that is the next question. So Ken was here, they said, yeah. in the beginning. How many years have you been doing yeah, Ken did this for 427 years. <laughs> and then, um, it was and never it's the day. He was doing it on, like, parchment paper, and they used yeah. to have the kids write in <laughs> mud pencils in Greece. Um, but, no, Ken did it for the first 11 years oh, or wow. 12 years, and then I've taken over, and I think this is my ninth year. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I think Ken did 11 okay. and I did nine. So we're at 20. Yeah. And, you know, when you think back, I mean, I tell people, we're almost to the point of having kids of kids on high That's what Dan was I mean, was we're saying. seriously yeah. about that close, that, you know, kids were 18, you know, and now 20 years later, they're 39. They could conceivably have a kid. We had a freshman in one of the semifinal games this year, you know, who was 14 years old. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, you know what? I didn't even know how to spell my name when yeah. I was 14 right. and a freshman yeah. in high school. And you're coming on and you're talking about upper-level math problems and classic literature and things like that. So it is. It's absolutely amazing. But I think what happens is those kids who come on and they're on multiple times during their career, it's amazing to be able to see them. That's what I love about it, to be able to see them mature and grow and start to figure it out and say, okay, well, how aggressive can I be? Should I be? You know, Maybe a little bit awkward at the beginning, but then be able to see them just get to the point where they're more relaxed and at ease and confident in terms of what they know. I mean, nobody wants to be left out of a conversation. Everybody wants to be the smartest person in the room, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, this program sort of allows it to be cool to be smart. Right. It allows it to be point. really, really good to be a good student. And, yeah. you know, you can't have three great math students on a team. You won't win. Right. Because there's too much history, right. there's too much English, mm -hmm. there's too much maybe sports, there's too much other. That if you've got three kids who are great in history, you lose by a million. Right. You, you because you have to have a sweet spot of this kid knows that, this kid knows that, and they were all to get together, and you know. So there has to be a balance because we want to make it the most 
sort of balanced team has an opportunity to win. That's a great point, yeah, so, because the questions, I, and I know that you get them from another system, Dan We do, said. yes. Yeah. There's a company in Washington, D.C. that they do this for, I believe there's about seven or eight TV stations that still are doing games like this one, and the company called It's Academic, that what they do mm-hmm. is they write questions for game shows like right. this and academic competitions mm-hmm. that kids participate in all around the country. And what's the le- grade level? Is it freshman through senior? Is it all high school? It, sometimes there are, there, is, there are a couple of buildings that we have in western Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Ohio in KDK country um, that actually are a junior, senior high school that kids will sometimes, even as eighth graders, be taking classes at the high So we have had kids as young as eighth grade be on wow. the program in the past, Goodness. but typically it's 9 through 12. Okay. Typically it's grade 9 through 12. When we walked in there, it was sort of like just make you feel stupid day. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Take your dope to school day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. right. That's right. what we've got going but, on. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and we watched you do the questions. and It's so fluid. You're so – I mean, obviously that's what you do for a living, but the, still this is di- way different, is different than delivering the news. No doubt. And, yeah. And trying to keep that pace, let alone trying to not so shake, move it so fast that the kids get shaken up. They become antsy, right? So consider, right? Yeah. And I've I've had a lot of people say that you know that they really enjoy coming on because they said that we make them feel sort of calm and relaxed and and at ease. And Mm. I think that that's part of it. That you know, kids walk in and you know, and it's it's this won't play as well. On, on radio and on, a, on a, a podcast as it would on TV, but they walk in and you shake their hand and you say, are they nervous? You say no, and you look at their hand, and their hand's shaking like this, like a leaf, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Remember Blazing Saddles? Yeah, right, you know, yeah. He holds it up and he says, well, shoot with this hand. And, you know, it's the same, it's the same kind of thing where, you know, kids say, no, 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 I'm not nervous, I'm not nervous. And you mm-hmm. look at them, you can tell they're white as a ghost. They're just terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you can get them to relax a little bit and say, hey, listen, this is the same kind of stuff that you have in school. Yeah. These are the same sorts of questions that you would have in other competitions. Mm-hmm. The format is the same as what you had when you were here last year. We've got five rounds. Some are competitive. Some are non-competitive. It's just a matter of going through these and, and, and figuring it out. And, you know, let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. And the other thing is you tell them Yale is not watching to decide yes. if you get in today. Yeah. Right. We're not giving yeah. away money from Harvard and Stanford and Northwestern based on, you know, your knowledge of the Ottoman mm-hmm. Empire. You know, right. and, and so if you can sort of help them to get that then these kids are not used to finishing second, third, or fourth right. in anything, yeah, right. let alone in an academic competition because they're always used to getting the highest grade in the class. Yeah. So you sometimes have to help parents understand that too. I'm sure. Oh, the yeah. God, home, yeah, the crazy parents. You know what? Yeah. The point is, yeah. you know, don't beat Johnny today because he didn't do well on high <laughs> And I'm, I'm kidding. But like that. That's but, what happened to me. That's I mean, why he said Johnny. You, he saw the scars. I looked at you and I immediately thought, <laughs> you're like, finishing That's why there's scars on his neck from his parents. Last yeah. in his class. That's right. Uh, but man, so in all seriousness, I mean, to try to get the parents to understand yeah. that sure. even if you finish second on high Q, doesn't mean you're not yeah. going to get a chance yeah. to go to Georgetown, right? right? I mean, because right. and the other thing is that the reality is that when you go from junior high to high school, right? Now all of a sudden you're not just competing against kids in eighth grade or seventh grade and eighth grade. Now you're competing against kids who are nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. Mm-hmm. So your pool got bigger, right? Mm-hmm. You go from high school. You're not just the smartest kid in your class. You're going against all the smartest mm-hmm. kids in their class right. from all over the country. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it got harder when you went to Avala High School. Now it gets harder when you go on and you're at Temple. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to graduate school, it's going to get harder yet because all of those kids yeah. were really smart and got into graduate school yeah. at the Wharton School of Business right. at Penn. So, you know, that's the reality. And when you graduate, you then go up against other engineers who have done this for 35 years, and you know nothing because mm-hmm. you just got out of school. That's the reality. Yeah. I mean, that's where we live. Yeah. And so it's trying to prepare kids for 
those sorts of realities in, in terms of what life is. And that's why we're here podcasting for the kids who didn't do well. They're, we're like, hey, there's a future in podcasting. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, the, because we're the example of the Yeah. Listen, I know we have to let you get back to work. And okay. it's 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 so awesome that we get the chance to do this, too. Let's talk about some little bad behind yep. the scenes okay. things here. When you're looking over at the judges, what are they they giving you a thumbs up, thumbs down? Or, you know, when you're trying to figure out that somebody win, what's what happens there? That's usually me. I, I usually okay. I usually do that on the okay. fly. We have the judges that wow. are there to be able to listen to it because sometimes, you know, there's other things going on and I don't always hear yeah. clearly what it was that somebody said. Mm. Sometimes somebody will mispronounce a word, but you know what that, they meant. That, correct. Yeah. And so you ask them to spell it, mm-hmm. right? Do you have enough knowledge of that particular subject mm-hmm. that you can spell that particular And you just place? did it when we were in there. I won't give it away, right. but it was, it was a because singular Because the plural. kid pronounces something incorrectly, mm-hmm. yeah. but then if they can spell it, maybe they've not ever been to mm-hmm. that country in, you know, where the but capital is Nairobi yeah. or whatever. But, you know, the point is, they know where it is enough that they can spell it. They're demonstrating enough knowledge there. So, you know, and sometimes my biggest fear on this show is that I mispronounce something in a question that leads to a wrong answer. Oh, sure. you know, there it's has like, to be pressure. That idiot host yeah. said it wrong. <laughs> you know, and there have been times when I just I said the wrong thing or I left out a word and it changes the meaning and we have to throw a question out and replace but it with something same else. Same token, have you left? Those are here called Ricks and Dopeism. Le- <laughs> we, have, we have names for it. Have you left here though learning something? Oh, no where question. you go to a party and yeah. you end up saying, "How about this?" Like you're the smart guy in the room, um, right? From these high schoolers, I have to take my iPad with me because it has the answers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, but, but you do. You get. You see that there are certain trends in terms of the types of questions that are in the show. You know, there are certain things that you know that if I tell kids that you know what, know your U.S. presidents. There are going to be mm-hmm. two or yes. three questions about U.S. presidents. So there are questions about civics and you know the Constitution and things like that. This is Constitutional Amendment X, Y, or Z. That kind of stuff is in there. You know, there's things in there about history in terms of you know the Missouri Compromise. When was that signed? And you know, when did the War of 1812 start? Is not on the question. Sorry, John. It's just <laughs> Yeah. Not because, right. you know. I have to tell you this story. So I went to Catholic school, and this is my, I was very um, book smart. I yeah. was fortunate, right? So I, the the best story is in my history class. The question was, who was buried in Grant's tomb? And my answer was, I do not know who was buried in Grant's tomb because, oh my gosh, it said it. Right, it's Grant. I'm that literal. Yeah. It's my <laughs> right. You know, and exactly. to this day, my family brings exactly. it up. Exactly. It's hysterical. Right. Yeah. No, but it's true. But you hear that. Um, yeah. Sure you, you do. hear that often sure, yeah. because these kids are so, the pressure. I mean, I'm not their level. Right. They're so far... I have a 16-year-old, right. and the pressure today is just—it's out of this world. And sometimes and it's our job to kind of settle that. Sometimes right? they answer the question, and it's kind of like, you know, what was the country where New York, or what is the state where New York City is? And they kind of look at you, New, New York. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes these questions are so easy, right? <laughs> yes. That it's just like it can't possibly be <laughs> right. Pittsburgh, right? Sure, sure it sure. can. Sometimes it is. We would have you give us sample questions, but we'd never be able to ask them. But we could give a question to Rachel and say, "Where is the river?" Because she never quite knows where know. the river is. And we could point <laughs> to it but because when we're, she's geographically challenged. But we yeah. do have a question of the day before we let question you know. Question of the day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. This is it. Can you do it? Would you want to deliver it? You do it. All right. So our thing was. All I could these, do the question. All these, <laughs> God, no. I'm so – you'll make me okay, sweat. go ahead. <laughs> all these, you know, amazing students. Yes. And we all feel sort of, you know, uh, not as great, right? Mm. They're, they're so much better than we are. But is there something that we go back to in our high school days yeah. where we say – 
I never thought I would need this, or I can't believe I know this, and this is what I remember. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, biology class, freshman year. Yep. Homer was my – Mr. Homer was my uh, biology teacher. Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species, which are the classifications within biology <laughs> yes. that you need to know those sorts of things. And we get kingdom and phylum – and I'm like – Come on, you idiots. Kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, genus, species. I don't know why it sticks in my head. My father-in-law calls me a storehouse of useless knowledge, however. <laughs> so this is good for me. The other one is that first year of Latin, Mrs. Lindbergh, we were reading in Latin, Roma in Italia Est. When So Rome is in Italy, and you go through, and it talks about splitting up of Gaul, Gallia, into three right. different parts. Julius Caesar talked about that. That was on a semifinal of KDK's hometown hike. How about Something yeah. from my freshman year of Latin. Did you hit your buzzer? You're like, Hey, come on, Mrs. Lindbergh will be whacking you on the back of the hand right now nice. for not. No. But nice. you know, it, it it's funny how these sorts of things that you haven't had in in my case 120 years, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden it pops up and it's yes. like, oh, that's still there. Yep. Yeah. And, and I think that I get more people talk to me at church about high Q than anything I'm else sure. that I do at the station. And I think that it is that the older generation looks at kids and they're used to seeing me talk about kids who are knuckleheads Mm -hmm. because they're on the news for something that they've done that was wrong. Mm -hmm. They see these kids and they say they're doing everything right, that we're going to be okay in the future, that we have an opportunity to trust that they're going to be our leaders, that they're the ones that are going to lead us in the right direction. And we can sit up and we can say, you know what? There's more of those great kids than there are these boneheads that make these bad decisions. And I, I think that's why for 20 years... Hometown IQ has been so popular because people right. want to know we'll right. be okay. Yeah. And we just we talked about that before you came in. The longevity is amazing. And why? No offense to the other your competitors in the market, but why have they not caught on? This has worked. Here yeah. it is, twenty years. It's a lot of this work. PTL. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's sure. a ton of work. I mean, it really is. And you know, if you just look around at the number of people who are doing jobs, you got somebody running audio, you have somebody running the switcher, oh, you right. have somebody else you have a running cameras, you have somebody who's in charge of clapping. Right? You know, <laughs> I mean, clap, on, clap on, clap <laughs> on. That clapping. <laughs> but um, no, it does. It takes a yeah. lot of people and a lot of resources. And KDK has said we are going to they dedicate it to it. that. And it's just it goes back to the hometown advantage exactly and those things right. yeah. that KDK has done, you know, for, for 150 years too. That's awesome. That Dan has given important. us the high send, like, yeah, really like wrap him up. He's yeah. Like it's time to get back to hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah. For, us. For, for us. For us. <laughs> How many times people are saying, God damn, <laughs> <laughs> please yeah. stop him from oh, Rick Dayton, thank you so so much. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's a great program, and, and again, we, we really appreciate parents giving us their kids for a little while. Yeah, for Saturdays. sure. We appreciate you guys doing it. Yeah. You bet. Cool. All right. Okay, truth be told, Rachel's been on vacation while we were editing this, and we realized we never did an outro. So thanks to Sherry for being on the podcast. Thanks to Rick Dayton for always having a good time with us. And thanks to the clapper. He's the best clapper in the world. And, of course, thanks to Rorik Honda. We are so excited to announce our newest sponsor, Rorik Honda in Bloomfield. Pittsburgh has known the Rorik name since 1938. And that's the year when the Rorick family automotive business started with that personal commitment to treat every customer like a friend coming in to visit our own home. We invite you to visit the Bloomfield location for a personal relationship and potential new vehicle. Visit www.rorick.com and experience the difference.